This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, welcome everyone. All right, boys, like this. First of all, we want to wish a Mazal Tov to Albert and Sarah Shakuri. You know, I want to tell you something about Shakuri. He, he had a baby girl. He had a baby girl. And you should just know, he gets a very big Mazal Tov. He was the one, the original one. The Wednesday night she was, he, and, and now he, he moved, he moved, he moved, he moved. But guess what? Wherever he is, he takes responsibility and making sure that the food and the dinner and everything is going coordinated right. So therefore, I want to wish him a big, big mazal to and his wife. They should have a lot of hatzlachah. And we're dedicating the shiur, Bezal Hashem, for the hatzlachah of the new baby, Bezal Hashem, new baby girl, that she, that, that she should, uh, she should be zokheh. I know the parents very well. And I remember the first, when they came, when they first getting married, I gave them a, you know, Hatan Shmuz, a Hatan Shmuz, I said, this is what it is. And they know the purpose of life. The purposes of life is what? To serve Hashem. That's the purpose of life. So what's the purpose of life? Not the big french fries and the truffle mayo. No! What's the purpose of life? Serving Hashem. Getting close. Getting close to Hashem as much as you can. Getting close to Him more and more and more and more. Whatever gets you close to Hashem, do it. Do it. This shiur gets you close to Hashem, don't miss it. That's it. I'm going to come. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hear it again and again. I'll review it. I'll this, I'll that. Whatever is going to get you close to Hashem, you run after it. You run after it like anything. Whatever it costs. There's no price. It even brings down in Peleo Eitz. I believe it's on the Berkat Amazon. He says something phenomenal. He says if a person, let's say for example, you have two sandwiches. I have two sandwiches. I don't know, you have the Philly steak sandwich and you have the, 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 the sloppy Joe uh, with the thing. I don't know what you have. A burger, I don't know what they have, Tex-Mex uh, burger, whatever it is, uh, with, the, with, the, with the fried onion on top and the onion, whatever. Oh, God, I don't know what they have, double-decker. <laughs> says like this, he says, if it's going to help you to really say, with happiness, go for it. Go for it, because you're serving Hashem. Anyway, serving Hashem with the full of Hashem Shammai, you have that in mind, go for it. And this is what our purpose in life is, to get close to Hashem, Every day of our lives, every moment of our lives, and guess what? You feel good. I have videos on my phone. On my phone, somebody sent me videos of what, the boys upstairs. You know what happened? You ever, you, you, did anybody see upstairs? I think Moya saw. Moya, you saw upstairs, right? There was about 50 kids learning Torah. All in high school, they came to learn Torah tonight, and they come every, 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 every other night they come. And tonight I saw a new guy. His name is Felix. I don't know if I should say the last name, but, uh, but he comes to me. I said, Felix. I said, Felix. I said, why'd you come tonight? Like, I'm thinking, you know, he's going to answer, you know, because we have good food here, so we have good food, you know what I'm saying? We have good food. We have the best rabbis. The best rabbis, right? The best place. We have the best place. So I said, why'd you come for him? I'm thinking one of the three, you know? You know what he tells me? You know what he tells me? He tells me, I'm coming. This is the worst. I have it. I'll show you the video. He says, I'm coming to get close to Hashem. This is his words. We're talking about a ninth grader. A guy is 14 years old. I'll show it to you after. You've got to see it. I, I'm, I'm sending it out. you got to see. What does he say? He says, I said, why are you here? He says, I'm here to get close to Hashem. Wow. You hear? Not for the... Close to Hashem. That's it. What's our purpose in life? Getting close to Hashem. Another bracha. Another tefillah. Another thing. Another simha. You know what's the best way? You know the best way to get, get close to Hashem? Like it says now. You know it's the best way to get to Hashem, should I tell you? When you simha, when you do it. The Orchot Tzadikim says, anybody who's happy, when he serves Hashem, when he does the mitzvah, he gets a thousand times more reward. You hear that? You get a thousand times more reward, just be happy. 
Happy, come Shabbat, I'm so happy. What's going on? Shabbat. You keep on getting Shabbat. Wow. You get a thousand times more reward. You understand what I'm telling you? Tomorrow morning you put tefillin on. You're putting your tefillin. Did you ever take your tefillin and put it in your arm and say, Ah, I can't wait, I can't wait. I'm so happy. I have an arm to serve you, to put my tefillin on you, to put my tefillin because of you. Ah. And he put on your tefillin in the morning. Ah. Thousand one. It's not a joke. It's not like eh. You need to see. You have the hundred twenty. We get there. We see a shaman. They see the scoreboard. Eh. I put it. Yeah, yeah, one guy. I put it in tefillin. Another guy put it in tefillin. Eh. Why is he? Why is he up there? I also put my tefillin that day. He goes against all true. I also did it. So they say, did you put it the way he put it in his tefillin? So how did he put it in tefillin? And they show you the video. The next morning, yeah, yeah, he heard the Palachi speaking about how he, he, he puts his everything on his arm. Ah, I'm so excited. And he's, he's happy. Ah, thank you. He says, thank you, Hashem. I have an arm to put on my everything. I have another arm to wrap it. Baruch. And he goes all out. One and another one and another. Oh. And he was like, oh. Wow. This guy, thousand times. It's not a joke. And this is a lesson in our life that you should know. This couple, this, this Albert, Albert Shakuri, he knows him and his wife, they, know, they understand and they know well, well, well. What's the purpose in life? What's the purpose in life? Purpose in life is what? And we all know, and everybody knows over here, purpose in life is to get closer and closer to Hashem. That's it. That's it. And guess what? You have a better life like that. The best life is that. You're always happy. You're always happy. People think, oh, happy, where's the happy, where's that? Where's the happy pill? Show me the happy pill, Rabbi. You sell the happy pill, Rabbi. What's the happy pill? I'm going to tell you happiness. Happiness is when you get closer and closer to Hashem. You know that? You know that? You understand what I'm telling you that? Because deep down, everybody has neshama. Deep down, everybody has a soul. Sometimes, you know, the, the, there's a lot of layers. But, but what? Deep down, the neshama feels it. And when you do it, I always say, try this. You know what Badukum says? Try it and test it. Try what I'm telling you. Take anything. Take, take, take whatever you want. Take, let's say, for example, uh, I don't know, whatever you like. You like a piece of cake? I don't know what you like. Chocolate souffle with the hot, hot, hot souffle with the cold ice cream. Hey, nothing like you like that. You don't like that? Like that. Oh, oh, hot lava, hot lava with the hummus and tchine. Ah! What do they call it? What do they call it? Like hummus. Like hummus, right? Take it and try it like that. But over here, take it and just make the racha with all your, with all your might. Baruch, with all your heart and soul and understand the meaning of what you're saying. Understand what you're saying. Understand, let's say it's mezonot, Hashem, you created me all these different kinds of mezonot, all these different kinds of foods, of, of the mazon, of things that say to you, do a full kavanah, Baruch atah Hashem, bless you Hashem, Hashem, who's Hashem? Hashem is the master of all, always is, always will, and always will be. Okay, no. my God, Right? The p- powerful one that can do anything and everything at, any, at all times. Melech HaOlam, the king of the world. You full, full koach. I guarantee you, that bracha, it'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll, it'll, you'll have more enjoyment in that than the actual uh, 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 cake itself, the actual souffle itself, the actual give hummus itself. Because <laughs> it's the truth. You know why? Because deep down I told you, you have neshama. I can I, I could promise you. When they ask me, people ask me, how was your day? If I had a good learning, I had the best day of my life. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, how was your day? If I had a good learning, if I had my Gemara was open, Steigen, 
the best day. The best day. What'd you have? The best day. The best day. The best day. Because why? Everybody knows this is this is this is what it is. This is what it is. Shtai can get close to Hashem more and more and more and more and more. Whatever you can do to get close to him, do it. I told you this once. Brother Vig Demilla even said once. He said that when uh, when a person goes out of his out of his um uh, he let's say he's going to, 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 to buy a house, let's say. Sometimes it's expensive, but it's in a big Jewish area. Right? Even though it's expensive, buy it anyway, because guess what? Your children are gonna grow up in an area of Torah. And that's going to get you and your kids closer to Hashem. Understand what I'm saying? This is a very important lesson. Now, Rabotai, a little bit of Rosh Hashavuah. We're talking about, about Parashat Kitisa. Why? What a parasha. And this, I'd like to call you a pasuk. It says, Vaydaber Adonai and Moshe Lemor. Hashem tells Moshe, karati b'shem betzalel ben uri ben hur. Who was going to be in charge of the donations? Anybody know who, who was in charge of the donations, of collecting it to make the Mishkan? Anybody know? His name was, what? It says over here, I called upon, he says, I called upon Betzalel, right? And he says, what? Right? And he says, what? To perform whatever he's going to get the donations, and he's going to go ahead and and mesader and and to arrange the what arrange all the arrangement the gold over here the silver over here the bronze over here who was the person betzalel who was betzalel ben uri the son of the, the, the ben uri the son of uri and the son of hur so he was the great grandson of hur now the question is who is hur who is hur who was Hur? Anybody know who Hur was? He was what? No, Hur. Hur was, it's brought, brought down. Now, Hur was at the time, you know, when they came to, when they came to do the Egil, the Cheta Egil, who'd they come to? They came to Hur. Say, Hur, we have money. Take the money. Build us an egg. Let's go. You have to understand something. When you're under pressure, you don't realize what you what you possibly you don't realize what you possibly can do when you're when you're under pressure. Like like for example, like if everybody's pressuring you for a certain thing, let's say you believe in something. Let's say I believe this is true. But if everybody everybody's pressuring you, that's almost in. It's almost it's possible, but it's almost impossible to to uh, 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 to stand strong. You ever back in the day? I, it's still going on. You ever hear something called defund the police? Yeah. <laughs> you ever hear that? The fund, you know, defund the police. Matthew, what does it mean? Defund the police. What does that mean? Defund the police. What does it mean? Don't give them money. Don't give the policemen money. You don't give them money. That's it. They can't. They they can't buy no more police cars. They can't <laughs> buy no more no more guns. They can't buy no. There was a movement of that. Don't give them no money. So there was a mayor. I saw this. Somebody, somebody, somebody showed me on, his, on, on, on the video. Somebody showed me this. I saw it in my own eyes. There was one mayor in a certain town. He was running for mayor. Town. Wow, you know what it is? Mayor, I'm going to be the mayor. And he was a very popular guy. He was running and he was very, very popular. And, uh, and then he was in an area 
and somebody asked him a question. This is all on video. What was the question? If you become mayor, will you defund the police? Will you take away their funds? No more giving money to the policemen to buy anything. Would you, yes or no? And, 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 they, and they had maybe thousands of people that were in the rally and the protest to protest against giving money to the police. They had a protest. Imagine you had uh, uh, 100, uh, uh, two, 3,000 people on the protest. And they're saying to him, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Future Mayor. And, and he's looking, I'm seeing this with my own eyes. They ask him, will you, if you become mayor, will you take away the funds from the police, yes or no? And he's looking at that. He doesn't really want to answer the question. He's trying to dodge the question. That a rally of thousands of people, like a few thousand people. So he said, so, so one, of the, one, of the, one, of the, one of the people scream out, answer us. And if you don't answer what we want to hear, you lose all our votes. We're not voting for you. I'm seeing this on the thing. I was like, what is going on? I'm like, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him. You know how much pressure he's on there? But he looks, he looks sharp. He has to look good. You know, your politicians, what do they do? Very sharp suit, nice tie, gel back hair, looking good. Now you see him turning red or orange and purple at the same time. Like, yeah, you know. Yes! And the girls, the ladies saying, listen, if you don't, we're, we're not going to vote for you. You see all these people? You know the mic, the, 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 the big fat lady with the thing with the mic, you know? She goes, she goes, she goes, she takes the mic. Because she, she, she needs to get attention somehow. You heard us! If you don't vote for you, we're not going to vote for you! And oh, I mean, oh, what should we do? What should we do? What should we do? So he's trying to avoid the question. And, and the megaphone is going. You know the megaphone? Defund police! De-. And he's hearing all of that. And what are you going to do? Answer! I'll never believe it. You won't believe it. I had so much respect for this man. This man under so much pressure. You know what he says? He says, no, I will not defund the police. No, I, w- I will not. And all of a sudden, you hear... Boo! Go home! You're good for nothing! Go home! You hear it? You hear it? Go home! Boo! And they're all going, boo! Boo! And you see this mayor, is all, the mayor, walking in between thousands of people. His head's down like this. His head's down like this. And he's walking. And everybody's screaming, boo! You know, like they go, boo! 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 <laughs> he's walking the whole way through. I mean, why? Because when you're under pressure... That's where we see where your beliefs are really are. You know, it's like that guy, he keeps kosher when he's in New York, when he's in his New York, right? Now he's on VC vacation. <laughs> now he's on vacation. Rabbi, he's on vacation. All right, what am I going to eat, Rabbi? This is all-inclusive resort. I got an all-inclusive. I know it's like an all-inclusive. I got a crazy balcony. And he starts going down for breakfast and he's like, What's wrong with the French fries? What's wrong? Hey! What's going on over here? It's only milk. It's only this. It's only that. And then before you know it, that's where you see when you're under the pressure to see where how how water religious level you are, how kosher you are. When you go on a vacation and you're all the way over there and you see there's not much kosher and then you say, wait, wait, wait. It's all because I'm on a cruise. It's a free, free. Everything is free. The ice cream machine is free. Everything is free. I, I can't. Are you going to stand your ground and say, listen, kosher is kosher, not kosher is not kosher. I stand my ground. Are you going to do that or no? That's you under pressure. Yeah. That's you under pressure. 
then we see, then we see where you're really, really at. That one, oh yeah, every single, yeah, it's very good, don't get me wrong. Every store is kosher, you walk over here, you get anything you want, you know, they even have everything kosher, uh, everything, whatever you want. They have cheeseburger, what do they have? They have a veggie, beyond meat, they have a fake, fake burger, it tastes exactly like meat, you know, and they put a, they put a fatty and they put, so you can taste that, now, uh, also you have everything. But now go to a vacation over there, you're under pressure, what are you going to eat? Are you going to eat the apples and oranges, or are you going to have the, you know, something else? That's the test. When you're under pressure, when, when, you, when you, oh, what's going on? It's when the guy, let's say, for example, the guy is going through a hard time in his business, whatever it may be. Now, over here, the guy is doing very, very good. Okay, yeah, you're right. Maybe you cheat, maybe not cheat. But he doesn't need to cheat. And he hasn't, like, yeah. But now, what about the guy who's not doing good? He's under pressure. Is he going to do a little cheating a little bit in his business or no? He's under pressure. He needs to, like, uh, sack the guy. You know, you have a guy, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's an AC guy unit. He looks inside, he says, oh, by the way, if, if you fix this, and you need this, and you need that, and she, he's by an old lady, she doesn't understand anything, okay? She has an open checkbook from her husband that passed away and left her millions of dollars. She says, okay, she says, oh, he walks in, ah, I got a, I got a good one over here. Goes his friend the outside, you know, I got, a, I got an old lady, 85 years old, she wants an AC fix. <laughs> he walks in there, looks around, okay, I see this is wrong, and that's wrong, and that's wrong. Oh my God! And she starts. He, she, he starts freaking, freaking her out. Oh, by the way, by the way, if you don't fix this now, by the way, you're right now. It's good though. If you go and ask any AC man, don't say it's good. But another five years. If there's a problem with that, you're gonna have a problem with the whole AC unit. You want me to fix that for you? Of course. <laughs> we want to tell you now. And everything that, yeah? and then a big fat check, twenty five thousand dollars for a five dollar screw that he had to unscrew. Tell me, is this a man or no? But he tells me, Rabbi, what should I do? I need to pay my bills. You know, it's under pressure. What should I do? You have to be truthful. That's how the Menachah Be'emunah. Were you honest in your business dealings? Yes or no? This is what they're going to ask you. Were you honest in your business? Were you honest in business? They're going to ask you. One of the questions they're going to ask you, were you honest in your business? Were you, were you, oh, oh, you saw the old lady, I could suffer, I could get her. Oh, this is easy sale for me. This is an easy one, eh? You have to be careful. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. Or let's say you're a real estate agent or something like that and you gave a deal to somebody and word is a word and you shook on it and you did everything like that. Just the paperwork, you didn't just sign the signature. But you know the guy is good for everything. And then all of a sudden you get a higher bid. Oh. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm sorry, but the house is not for sale anymore. Come on. Come on. You agreed, and you know the guy's good for it. You know the guy's this. You know the guy's finance. You already checked. He has proof of funds. You checked. He has everything. He has all the credentials. He's good for everything. He's the guy. He's the guy. No, no, no. But he got a high offer from a different one. Proof of funds. Big guy. Ah, yeah, yeah. You're under pressure now. What are you going to do when you're under pressure? How are you going to serve Bode online when you're under pressure? That's the, that, that's the challenge. That's the challenge. What are you going to do? How are you going to serve Hashem when you're under pressure? That's what it's going on. And therefore, Rabotai, who is under pressure over here? Chur. Imagine you have many, many Jews coming to you. And they're giving you money. And they're saying, come on, take it, take it, take it. We want to build an eggel. We want to build a, a golden calf. Take it. Come on, take it, take it, take it. Come on, take it. And he's being pressured and pressured and pressured and pressured. He says, oh my goodness. If I don't take it, then what? Then, then they'll kill me. They'll kill me. I have to take it. They'll kill me. They'll kill me. They're, they're going to go crazy on me. 
What do you mean? I have to take it. Well, how's my reputation going to be like if I don't take it? Right? Oh, if I don't take it, then I'm not going to be the leader anymore. They're going to tell me I'm not the leader anymore. Khor was a big leader. So no, I'm not going to be the leader anymore. So what does Khor do? Khor says, no cheshbonot. Hashem doesn't want. If Hashem doesn't want, and a million, trillion people want, who do you listen to? Hashem. There's a lot of pressure out there. You have a hundred million people. They're coming after you. Oh, do this, do this, do this. We'll kick you out. We'll do this. Blah, blah, blah. And they under pressure. 100 million people. Blah, blah, blah. But you know this is what not Hashem wants. <coughs> Who do you listen to? 100 billion people or Borei Olam? Borei Olam. I don't know how much pressure. Borei Olam. I remember when I was a youngster. I was, it was 13 years old, 14 years old. I remember I had a group of friends. And at the time, I was under so much pressure. You know what the pressure was? If anybody was in high school, you, 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 may, you, might, you might be able to remember. I was with the, with the boys. We're sitting down, and we're eating the meal. We're having a meal, you know, a bread meal. So now everybody's finished. So we're supposed to say, because Amazon. on. So I remember a few of the boys that I was, that I was with, they, they, they're not saying, because Amazon. Now, if I say, because Amazon, they're going to all leave. They're going to leave. You know, we're not waiting. We've got to go. Or if not, you look like a loser. Like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? Come on, we gotta go, bro. You know, you know they think. Like, Come on, we gotta go. So now you're under pressure. That's big pressure as a, as, as a youngster. You're pressure. Are you gonna save your guy on All your friends are leaving. I gonna go go with them. What are you gonna do? Whose side are you on? Hashem's side or your friend's side? If your friends are against Hashem, whose side are you on? Where's your loyalty? I want to know. Is your loyalty with God or not with Him? Or your loyalty is with your, your, your boys. Uh, my friends, I got I to be the boys' base. You know what I'm saying? I got to be the boys. I got to be the boys. I got to be the boys. Hey, if I'm not with the boys, then I'm uh, friends. I, I can't look like a loser, Rabbi. I can't. I can't, I can't look like a loser. Because if I look like a loser, what is everybody else going to think about me? That I'm a loser. But I can't be like a loser. Everybody, I got to go. I got I to gotta go with the flow. I got to go with the flow. But that's not what God wants. I got to go with the flow, Rabbi. No, 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 If Hashem doesn't want it, I don't care. A hundred trillion people tell you to do it. You don't do it. Say, no, 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 no way, Jose. You know why? Because I have news for you. Who is the person that's going to be for you 24-7 every single second of your life? Who? Hashem. Hashem. Now your wife. <laughs> this guy, Albert. Yeah, he wishes his wife. <laughs> he wishes. No. 24-7, who's going to be with you? Who's going to be with you? 24-7, it's your, it's Hashem is with you 24-7. What, after 120, what? Uh, who, who are you going to go see? You sing Hashem. He's going to be with you from the, the day you're born to the day you die. And after you die also, he's there with you. Who's there with you after you die? After 120 years, who's there, who's there with you? Who, who do you think you're going to go see? Yep. Who do you think you're going to go see? You're going to go see your wife? You're going to see Hashem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Albert, you see your wife a lot over here, huh? <laughs> so so of, course you'll, of course you'll be with your wife enjoying the Shekhinah. Of course you're going to be with your wife enjoying the Shekhinah, enjoying Hashem's presence. But you're going to be in, in Shemayim? Well, th- th- it does say, if you want to know exactly who you're going to be, this that... The Quran, 
there is a Gemara. I'm going to explain. I'm saying. Let me explain, please. Let me explain. I already get excited when we talk about this. But <laughs> says there is a Gemara. There is a Gemara that says that they ask. Says where's where's Sarah Imenu? So there's with, with Abraham Avinu. So it's one proof, you know, Abraham Avinu, you know, enjoying the Shekhinah. But at the end of the day, you're going to go see the Shekhinah. So who's with you forever from the day you're born? If a person, heaven forbid, is sick, you think, you, you think who do you think is, Shalonada, you never know, but who do you think is going to help you in that situation? Only Hashem. Who do you think is going to help you? Oh, you, now I want you to call your friend, yo, I'm in, can you come pick me up at 2 o'clock in the morning? Oh, I can you up 2 o'clock, are you crazy? I'm sleeping. How do you, how do you have in the chutzpah to call me 2 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> who's going who's gonna to help you in every situation? Who? Exactly, Hashem. Nati was telling me one time, he was with, he was with a, 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 um, uh, he was with a, a hard situation with, um, with some thugs. Who do you think is going to save him? Hashem. I'll never forget I had a friend, no, no joke. I had a friend who was with me on the on the subway. Again, I was 15 years old. We're on the subway. It was crazy. On the train. On the train. Some punks. You know, you know what you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're looking at. Yo. So he goes up to my friend. says, yo, what you looking at? So, you know, my friend's a wuss. So he puts his head down. And like, so now he saw it. Oh, yeah, which is good. Don't, you don't want to start. You know what I'm saying? You never know who's the guy. You never know he has a knife. He has a thing. Uh, people are crazy out there. You know what I'm saying? They have mates. <laughs> like I stop you. You're like, oh, man. I should, I should not look at you. I'm not looking at you. You know? So the, guy gets, the, the, the guy's this short. You know, this short. My friend's like uh, t- 10 times taller than the guy. And he's looking at, what you looking at? <laughs> so, so what happens? His friends, all this guy's friends, Right, they start Italian guys. True story. I was on the train over here. Literally twenty guys. They come up, and me and my friend were by the by the like. I tell you what happened. Now we're a little like we're a little like like you know scared. You know like it's scary. It's scary. You know imagine you have uh, uh, like twenty Italians, and they're all on this side. Who's gonna save you now? You know we're not nunchucks, the uh, karate. You know <laughs> we surrender. Yalla, what do you want? <laughs> Right? What do you want? That's it. Take, take. What do you want? The money here. Take the money. You know. That's it. Done. Finished. And if it's only the money, great. But they wanted to beat beat us up. They're ready to knock us. What happens? True story. I'm the eyewitness to this. I say, you know, Hashem, this is crazy. I'm thinking in my mind. I'm thinking in my mind, Hashem, this is crazy. Man, beat up. That's it. Finished. You know, finito. You know, halas. Finito. What happens? I pray to Hashem. Hashem, please save us. Listen to this. You won't even believe it. The doors open up, like the next stop opens up. Me and my friend run out. And on the, you know, the platform of the thing, we run out. We're just like, we're right by the, we're like, oh, we ran out. They all, oh, get him! They're all running after me and him, my friend, and I. And all of a sudden, there was two cops on the platform. Hey, what are you guys doing? Yo, guys, get no, nothing, officer, nothing, officer. I jumped, me and my friend jumped back on the train, and then all the officers were talking to that guy, and they missed the stop and went, Shh. you know what I mean? And then we're going by, you know, the window, 
I'm like, bye. <laughs> we didn't do that. We didn't do that. But you can just imagine. You're like, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. We didn't do that, but because we were further out, and, and you never know. Like these guys will track you down. They'll follow the train, run after the train. Let's get them. Okay, hang on the train. Bust the window. You pointed the finger on me. You get it? Well, just saying. Who's gonna save you? I want to know. Who is gonna save you? In your life, if you're under pressure, who is going to save you? Only Hashem. Only Hashem. No. Hashem sent the cops at that moment. That's what he did. He's saying, the cops saved me. No, no, no. Hashem sent the cops at that moment. There's not, there's not usually cops on that platform. Or you think there's cops just standing there on my stop, the land, sea street, standing there. Okay, we know right now 20 time guys are going to come. Let's go on our badges. Hello! No. Happens to be. I bet you if I would ask the cops, what are you guys doing there? I bet you they have a whole situation because of this and because of that, because of this, because of that. And that. They tell you, oh, we're really off duty, but today we, we came by badges. And whatever. But the whole thing was, Shaman. who's going to help you? I want to know who's going to help you under pressure. I want to know if you're ever under pressure, who is going to help you? You're under pressure with money, under pressure with, with, with Shalom Bai, you're under pressure with marriage, you're under pressure with, 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 with health. Who is going to save you? Nobody but, but Allah. So I ask you all a question. If you're under pressure to go against them in any way or form, under pressure, people are pressuring you. What do you do? Do you go on God's side or you go on your friends' side? Hashem. Because guess what? Who's your best friend? Who is your best friend in this world? I want to know. Hashem. Hashem is your best friend. Guy comes around, I have no friends. I said, what are you talking about? Yeah, the best friend, your best friend, I know who your best friend is. I said, Rabbi, what, you have a How do you know who my best friend is? I'm not joking. He tells me, how do you know, Rabbi? You know I have a You know who my best friend is? I said, yes, I know who your best friend is. He looks at me and says, who, Rabbi? I told him, Bore Olam. He's thinking about you 24-7. You say, you have no friends? No, no, no. You have the best friend. Who's the best friend? Hashem. The Six-Day War. Do you know how many... Arabs countries were against us. Do you realize, Israel, what kind of second it is? Think about it. It's in the middle of every single Arab country around. And now they come... You do the ratio of the people. Just if they just come in. You know, they walk in. They can kind of like, it's crazy. But what? But they can't. They can't. You know why they can't? Because Borei Olam is on our side. So when you have Hashem on your side... I'll see you later. I don't care if there's 100 billion people, 100 billion people against me. Who wins? Who wins, Chevre? Who wins? You win. Because Hashem's on your side. Understand the Hezbon over here? You understand the Hezbon over here? Rabotai! Hear what's going on over here? And that's this Pasuk. What is Khur? Khur is under pressure. Should he take the money and build an egg girl? If he does, then he's with all the people. But he's against Hashem. If he doesn't, he's with Hashem against the people. You know what Khur does? Who can guess what Khur does? You know what Khur does? Huh? He says, I'm sorry. I cannot take your money to build an Egil. I'm on Hashem's side. You know, you know what happens after that? They kill him. He's dead. He dies. Now you thinking like, 
What do you mean? How can he die? That's what you're thinking, right? Who's that? But he died. So what happened? Hashem's on his side, right? 100%. Let me explain. Let me finish explaining. You ever hear of Ravachon Wasserman? You know Ravachon Wasserman went? He was in America. You know Ravachon Wasserman was in America? Kadash. Look it up. You know, uh, you know, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, he was in America. You know, he was in, uh, <laughs> you know, he was in, a, he, he, he was in America, right? He was in America um, uh, at the time of the Holocaust. Do you know that or no? Anybody know that? You know the story of Rechon Wasman? He was in America at the time of the Holocaust. In the, in the early 1940s, he was in America. And the Holocaust was happening. And, and, and you know, can I tell you what happened? You know what he did? He found out about the Holocaust. And you know what he did? He said, I have to be with my people. This is what Hashem wants. I have to be with my people. I have to guide them. They, they don't know what, what... He went back. He went back. And guess what? Guess what? They caught him. They put him in the gas chamber. And you know what happened? You know what happened? He told his... Kahal. Everybody right now? Have in mind? They were dying of Kiddush Hashem. They were dying because we're Jewish. They were going right now, straight to Gan Eden. And he went straight to Gan Eden, Don't think he did it. Straight, straight ticket. He had the, he had the, he had the kapara over here, the crazy kapara of the Holocaust, straight to Gan Eden. And all of a sudden, he says, Yisrael, Hashem, Hashem, had, and he dies. And he passed away. Where did he go? Straight to Hashem, Gan Eden. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, they take his body and they're scraping it off with an iron. You know what it is? Don't touch the oven for one second and form thing. Oh, you're like, you're bra- ah! you start screaming, you go crazy. Where's the toothpaste? Let me put the egg, whatever you have to put. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, no? Yeah. Either you put an egg over the thing. If you ever get a burn, what do they say? You ever get a burn? What do they do? They put, the, they put toothpaste or... Or I never heard of potato starch, but maybe potato starch. Or you put, or you put, no, you put the egg. You take the egg, and you put the egg white. You put the egg white, and you'll see it comes bubbly, it comes this, it comes that. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he, Arvi Akiva's bones, his his thing was shivering, and he died. He was on a shemsar. What's going on? Where do you think he went? Straight to Ganeda. Straight to Ganeden. Where do you think Khud went right after that? Straight to Ganeden. He didn't have to go through Nogahinnam. He didn't have to go through Kavakela. He didn't have to go through anything. Wow. He went straight to Ganeden. Now, what do you think they did with Ganeden? They said, we have to pay you a good reward. They paid Khud a lot of reward. But it wasn't over. You know why? Because they gave Khud his great... His, it says over here, Ben Uri Ben Khud. They gave his grandson the power, the koach, lachshov machshavot. You know what lachshov machshavot is? Anybody know what that means? Huh? To make cheshbonot. You know what that means in, in literal, literally? I'll tell you what it is. So, there's a famous, there's a famous, uh, there's a famous, Story with Rambam Velozhna. 
What's the famous story with Chaim Velazhna? Famous story with Chaim Velazhna is what? Is, is, he would, he would send one of the collectors to collect money. Go, go, go collect money for the yeshiva. So there was a wealthy guy, he's always giving a nice check. One year, check, didn't no check. Says, wait, he comes back to Rechaim Velazhna. So this guy didn't give you a check? This, this, no, he didn't give me a check. He didn't give you a check. Why didn't he give you a check? I don't know. He says, but every year he gives a lot of, lot of money. He says, you know, there's something, something, something's, uh, something's wrong over here. Let me go see and visit him. Let me see what's up. He goes, and he goes to visit. The Rebbe goes to visit the wealthy guy. He says, um, Mr. So-and-so, you know, every year you help us out with this much money, and, and you help the yeshiva. What happened this year? What happened this year? We really miss you. Like, what, what's going on? Everything okay? Did your business go down? No, my business is fine, Rabbi. Did you make enough money? I made a lot of money. Did you make money from more money than I see? He says, yes. So what's going on? He says, I saw this year that your horse and buggy, the one that comes to me, he got like the Rolls Royce, you know, like the big Hashuvi one? The Hashuvi one. So I said to myself, my donation is going to go to the Rolls Royce? No, 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 no. So I said, he says, oh. So Rechaim Velashen says, listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We need this because it's a faster horse and buggy. So we can go from this place to that place quicker. We need it for the yeshiva. We need it. But I know you, you don't want to put your money in a horse and buggy. You want to put your money in the Torah. Let me get the, 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 the Torah itself. The actual Torah. He says, let me explain. In every organization, in every organization, wherever you're going to support, whether it be shuls, shul, schools, yeshivot, chesed organization, whatever you're going to use, there's always going to be expenses for the building in, listen, in, in, in random ways. Right? Uh, you, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? People need, the, the, the shul needs tissues. You know? So you want your you want your donation to go to the tissues, or you want your donation to go to the to the, to, to buy more sparim or or, or, or to, to, to help the guy actually physically learn? You want it to go to the tissues, Basti. You want your money to go to the tissues, but he, the, the shul needs tissues. The guy is cold; he needs a tissue. But you want you learn. You want your money to go where to the most holy place in the in the Beit Midrash. In the Beit Midrash, you want to go to the holy place. So what do you have to do? How are you going to control that? You, can, you don't know. You can't control it. Your money's different. It says, if you have cheshbon in your mind, I'm giving my money to Hashem Shemai. Hashem is the only one that can direct my money. Hashem will see to it that it goes to the right place. It says, so therefore, be Hashem Shemai. Give the donation to Hashem Shemai for Hashem's sake. Hashem, please make sure it goes to the right place. And you'll see automatically, with Hashem's help, it'll go to the right place. So that's what it means. That Betzalel, the Pasuk says... He knew lachshav machshavot. What does it mean, lachshav machshavot? What does that mean? He knew how. What's machshavot? Calculations. He knew when you were giving him the donation, he could tell what's your calculation. Why are you giving it? Why are you giving it? 
oh, I have to give it because everybody else is giving it. I got to impress the boys. You know what I'm saying? If everybody's giving, I got to give. What are you talking about? Then I look like the bad guy. Yeah, I look the bad guy. Well, that guy says, I'm giving because my wife is bugging me out. Just give a donation. I'm giving a donation because my wife's going to drive me crazy. You know what I'm saying? Some people like that. You know, why do you give? You never give. You're so cheap. You this, you that. I'll, I'll give it. You know, I, I put your name on the wall. Hey, you like it? <laughs> but, but, but he's doing it. I don't want it. And then there's people that just genuinely, uh, we want to help. We want to give. I know everything needs funding. You need funding. You need, you need it. Of course, Hashem sends. But you want to be the Shaliyah of Hashem. So you say, I'm going to be the Shaliyah of Hashem. Here you go. Beauty. Where's that going to? Depends where your machshava is at. Machshava is Hashem Shemayim 100%? Yes! Okay! It's going to go to the direct place. Wah! Wah! You understand what's going on over here? So Betzalel knew the machshava, what you were thinking when you were giving the money. He knew all this cheshbonot. How can he know that? You know why? The pasuk is saying. Bizchut Chur. His grandfather didn't make no cheshbonot. There's no cheshbonot with Hashem. If this is what Hashem wants, I don't care if a hundred billion people are pressuring me, I will not go against God. But you have cheshbon, make a cheshbon, make a calculation. But if not, then this, and if not, then that. No calculations with God. He doesn't want, I'm not making no cheshbon. Hashem says, I love that. Because you did that, I'm going to give your grandson the opportunity and the ability of that power to make no cheshbon, to know every cheshbon. To know every single cheshbon, that means you understand the level of, of, of Betzalel. Betzalel was such on a high level, he understood why you're giving, he understood the cheshbon, he understood all the calculation. Why? Midah keneged midah. Your grandfather, when he was alive, he didn't make cheshbon. I'm going to give you that, that koach that you can make, you're going to be able to make cheshbon now. Cheshbon what? For the Torah and the mitzvot that every single is giving. Why midah keneged midah? You understand? But this is a very important lesson that we're learning tonight. We're learning tonight a lesson that, well, look what Chud did. He gave us above his life. But what? He wasn't pressured by the people. A lot of times people are pressured by people and therefore they don't make the right decision. Everybody tells you, oh, marry, marry, marry. Let's say, the girl the girl's not religious at all. But you have all your friends. Look, come on. She, she, she's not really, but she'll get religious. She's beautiful. Come on, marry, marry, marry. But you see to yourself, I can't marry that girl. That girl's not going to give me a religious home. Let's say I'm getting that, but you're pressured, 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 pressured. Now what are you going to do? You're going to go under the pressure or no? You're going to go under the pressure or no? But you're pressured. Everybody's telling you, go, 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 go. So you have to be a man. Sorry. Same thing with people when they go to Israel for the year. That one year in Israel, I said this before. You know, people after high school, they go for the Israel for the year. Now they get pressured. Oh, their parents say, no, 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 no. So what do you have to do? You have to convince your parents that yes, 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 yes. Figure it out. You can figure it out. When you want to get the car, when you want to get the car, you're 17 years old, you want to get the Porsche Carrera C4 tinted windows. You know how to figure it out. You beg your dad. You don't leave. Dad, I'm not coming out of my room. I'm not coming to the Shabbat table until you give me that Porsche. If you don't give me that Porsche, I'm not coming there. I'm not coming there. So I so say, such a crybaby. He gives you the Porsche. But why when it comes to pressuring him to go for Torah learning for a year, there's no pressure over there. No pressure. And what about a lady? When she's under pressure, when it comes to the oot, my friends are not snoot, but now I can't. I can't hang out with them because I look. I look like uh, I'm the only snoot. I look from the Amish, and they look all oh, chilling. There's that. So now you're under pressure. 
And now you go hang out, you say, you know, I'm going to wear a skirt, I'm going to be sneaking, ooh. And then you have that one little girl saying, come on, you ruined the whole vibe, you know, over here, I feel like claustrophobic with you, you know, come on. <laughs> you know, what's going on over here? No. You're under pressure, how are you going to act? What are you going to do? How are you going to behave? And this is exactly what's happening over here. Chur is under pressure. Do the Egel or don't do the Egel. You know what Chur says? I will not do the Egel. Hashem says, I, I'm telling you right now, you have the highest spot right now in, 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 in reward. Your reward is the highest reward. You know why? Because you were loyal to me. Hashem wants to see how loyal you're going to be. And guess what? Every day is a battle. You know with who? Your Yetzirah. You have pressure on the Yetzirah. It's pressure. Should I go early? Should I go early? Should I learn today? Should I not learn today? Should I give to the Gash? Should I give to the Gash? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do that? Yetzirah is not playing the tricks. No Cheshbonot Yetzirah. This is what I have to do Yetzirah? You're not going to stop me. You're not going to stop me. But you're under pressure. He's telling you this, this, that. No, 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 no pressure. You're not going to mess around. This is what it is. This is what it is. And guess what? If you do it, you'll have siyata deshmaya. You'll have Hashem will help you. You're, you'll be unstoppable. Even the malachamavit won't be able to get you. Wow. Now I know. There's a story about a bihaya. You heard about a bihaya? Yeah. Fascinating story. Rabbi Chaya, the malachamavit. Hashem said, "Okay, malachamavit, go kill Rabbi Chaya." So he goes down to kill Rabbi Chaya. Imran says, "He can't kill him. He's too kadosh. You know, he can't get him." So how many, 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 he told Rabbi Haya, he dressed up as a poor person. And, uh, and he poor person, he dressed up such like a poor person. He said, I need bread, I need food, I need this and that. Hey, take, take, take. And he's giving him, he's this, that. And he says, I need one more thing from you. He says, what, what do you need? I need your help. So what, what, what do you need? He says, I need your neshama. So what do you mean? He says, really? I can't get you, but you have to, you have to surrender. Because I, I, I need your neshama. Why? Because Hashem said it's time. Hashem said it's time, okay. But, 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 but he had to ask, he had to beg, he's asking him, you know. Why? You do what Hashem wants. Hashem, I want to tell you something. When you do the will of God, Hashem, you'll see the crazy, it says, And he'll as well. Meaning, you betel your ratzon for Hashem's ratzon. That's what it says in Pekah Avot. Nullify your ratzon for Hashem's ratzon. Do His will. And I want to tell you something. The simcha that you're going to have is going to be such a simcha, like, whoa, like crazy. Why? Because, again, you feel good. I was under pressure and I did it. I'll tell you the last story. You know where Shmuel Birnbaum was like a simcha? You know where Shmuel Birnbaum or no? Anybody know of Shmuel Birnbaum? He's the Rosh Hashiva of the Mary Shim. He passed away about 12 years ago, 14 years ago, he passed away. We got Dolador. We're not Dolador. You know of Shmuel Birnbaum? He's Kokulo Torah. Esh, Esh. He was a walking fire of Torah. Shmuel Birnbaum. Listen to what happened. You guys listen to the story? He's a young man. Listen to this. Nothing. He's a young man. And, uh, and uh, he's walking around. He's, walking, he's coming from the boat to America. He's coming to the boat to America. And now, they see on the boat, they see like a, like a, like some some a, 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 a memorial site, like one of those things, like a Statue of Liberty type, but something like more fascinating, like something like whoa, like a, like something crazy. And his friends tell him, 
Shmuel, he's a young boy. Shmuel, look, 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 look. He's looking at, what, 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 what do you want me to look at? He was learning Gemara. What do you want me to look at? Look at this, look, look at this item. This is uh, uh, ancient from this, from that, from 1492 when Columbus discovered America. This is the item. So he's like, I'm learning now. Yeah, but if you don't see it now, you'll never ever see it again in your entire life. Never, we're never coming back here. You're not going to go take a boat after that. Just see one second and go back to learn. They said, no. All his friends are coming. Come on, Shmuel, come look, come look, come look. You're going to miss it. We've been another five minutes, we're going to miss it. No, no, no. No. He said, I was under pressure. So how'd you piss? You know what he answered? He said, because I knew after 120, I'm going to meet Hashem. And I'm going to tell Hashem, I was under pressure, but guess what? I said I was so under pressure, and look what I did. I had once in a lifetime opportunity to look at something like a memorial thing that I'll never see in my life. But I was learning your Torah. And now I can tell you, Hashem, that I had that opportunity, and this is a once in a lifetime opportunity that I can say I gave that up to learn your Torah. You hear that what he did? You're telling me it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see this, this whole memorial thing. It's a one once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that when I see Hashem, I can tell him, I had once-in-a-life an opportunity to see something, I gave it up to learn your Torah, even though I was under pressure. You hear what's going on, Abotai? Abotai, the lesson is clear. You got to drill in your bones. You got it in. When you're under pressure, if this is what Hashem wants, that's it. That's it. If Hashem wants you, you do it. Not do it, I won't do it. A guy's going around with his friends. They're having shots. He, know, he, know, he, know, he knows it's not, not kosher. He knows the bottle's not kosher. Let's say, he's uh, not kosher. And having shots. Go, 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 go. Shoot it, go. To the highest. Now they see him. Hey, how can I drink with us? Don't be like that. Don't be a, don't be a buzz kill. You know, don't be a party pooper. <laughs> you know? You're going to be a buskill over here. Come on, drink with us. You know it's not kosher. You know it's not kosher. No, 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 no. You say to Hashem, Hashem, you saw what I did today? I didn't drink because I'm loyal to you. First, my loyalty is to you, Hashem. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.